All right, Chime Time, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. We'll get to the kings of baseball betting. We'll get to uh, the tour championship Sheesh. at East Lake in Atlanta coming up in a minute. Good morning, Chris Scheim. How are you? Good morning, Mud. I am wonderful today. How are you? Uh, you were late to our taping this morning because your show went well past their allotted time yep. this morning. Andy Gresh, not happy, I yeah, was told. Yeah, he is, he is a man of the clock, but it is what it is. You know what? We raised $359,000 for the Jimmy Fund in Bam. just our four-hour program, which Bam. Rob Hale, a, uh, a part owner of the Boston Celtics, said he would match if we hit 350 so we did so oh, we technically awesome. we raised seven hundred thousand dollars uh in four hours which is amazing i noticed we just hit the uh, two million mark for the jimmy fund radio telethon so uh, i am beyond thrilled well i mean technically you didn't do anything i mean it was all greg and courtney and chris i mean you just you were in studio so you don't you don't count you don't get credit you have to be on site that's how it works Sean. you're right so. they were thanking everybody today and i was the one that didn't get thanked I just is that pressed, true i just I pressed bet the you button it is. i just pressed the button but <laughs> i uh by the way that's how it, that's how it works it is so thankless being a producer on a day like today where it's fine. you know so much going on behind the scenes the uh, in front of the, the camera in front of the microphone uh both the producers on our side who are uh, back in studio uh, and are on location, and the Nesson people who are doing so much work behind the scenes, and more impo- most importantly, the Jimmy Fund staffers who are yes, doing a great they job are there. So. Unbelievable, and especially like to and cre- major credit to like our marketing team, promotions team, like Carolyn and stuff, because they have, and even Ken to to, to a massive degree as well, because they've done everything <laughs> possible to, uh, to 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 put this thing on, and they've done a really good job at it. Folks, we could dive deep into replaying that to even Ken to an extent answer right there. <laughs> I said really, massive extent. Okay. The psycho- to, no, 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 no. I, there's a, there's a lot of psychology well, behind know, that answer, which you're not worried. It's too, Ken and it's, I are in a in a uh, a bit of a a whizzing match, if you will. So it's fine. Well, I, I believe there are many producers who would feel the same way based on being around the afternoon show yesterday. But, 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 that's, this is not, this is not a, well, at least for today, it's not a WEI gossip podcast. This is a baseball and golf betting podcast. And we'll start with the baseball, which was, uh, well, easy. Actually, I'll say, that you, so you were late to the show today because of your show. I was late because, Shime, I was doing, without question, the worst household chore possible, which is... Uh, cleaning the toilets, folding clothes. I, I would I would clean fifty see, toilets. See, this is this is before folding a basket of clothes. First, this is your first mistake. You don't you fold the clothes, Mutt. Yeah, you get I, hangers and you no. hang them up. It's, okay, it's a thousand Says times an easier. idiot who has no kids don't... and little kids and little folding oh, yeah. and yeah, a million that, things. That's a pain in the ass. And if it's not folded correctly, you have to do it again. <laughs> and you're told by your wife you can't fold. <laughs> it <laughs> sucks. Excuse me. No. I, my son listens to this podcast. Can you edit that? Just, I, I not edit that. it, but I just bleep, bleep that. Yeah, bleep that. Yeah. Carter, bleep the whole thing. Bleep that. No, <laughs> the whole big word there. It stinks. Uh, it stinks. I hate folding clothes. And I was doing that, and I was waiting for you, and so I was a few minutes late. But I, it is my one to nine favorite uh, on the board for worst household chore. What is the worst? So yours is cleaning toilets? Yeah. That's it's not hard. You spray the bowl stuff. You let it sit there. You scrub it. You're in and out. It's just nasty. Something going on in that house here, Sean. I don't want to know. I am a I'm a man's man. I take. <laughs> I have I have adventures in the bathroom. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, Andy my has bo- IBS. I just have an aggressive stomach. Yeah, Carter's going through that stage right now. Hi, Carter. Uh, where he he loves farting. Everything farting is funny. It's just it is though. To his credit, his leg, like, that that's how me. you know he's a that's how you know he's a boy's boy is yeah. when farting is funny because farting is hilarious. It still is. Uh, 
Uh, oh, Hannibal texting back. We'll get to that in a second. But we are the kings of baseball betting. Uh, we told you it was a pretty simple one last night. Uh, over Red Sox, uh, over uh, Blue Jays total runs 5.5 plus 110. That cash in the third inning. Shine puts you on George Springer, uh, which was an easy, peasy, lemon, squeezy cash. The base clear triple. triple. Yeah. Uh, which was nice because I played him in DraftKings and got another uh, Millie Maker ticket. Another top five in a baseball contest. Hell so yeah. we are racking up week one uh, Millie Maker tickets. Uh, on DK. Thanks in part to George Springer, Shime. So thanks, buddy. Appreciate hey, anytime. Uh, you know, I'm just here to help uh, in any way that I can. Uh, let's take a look uh, here at today's baseball. I have some prop stuff here, but I also have the tour championship pull up. So I got to wheel myself back to uh, baseball odds. It certainly felt like uh, the way the game went last night, Shime. Then the post game afterwards, uh, it certainly feels like if the, the Red Sox management's not doing it, Alex Cora certainly is, and that is waving the white flag on the season. Uh, before the game last night as part of the pregame show, he told Joe that because of where they are in the season uh, and where the, the standings, et cetera, they're not going to push uh, Nate Evaldi. He has a lat issue. He went to the I.L. yesterday. After the game last night, Red Sox get stomped 9-3. to uh, He immediately said Tommy Pham and Xander Bogarts are both day-to-day, but both would not play today. And you're playing the Blue Jays division rival. You're playing the Blue Jays in front of you in the wild card. And I'm convinced, Shime, if they were, call it two games back and not seven games back, that he would not have ruled out players or put Nate Evaldi on the IL like he did. I think Cora is signaling to the front office, we don't have the horses this year. That's it. That's how I viewed last night's Red Sox-Blue Jays game before, during, and after with what Alex Gore had to say. 100%. You're absolutely right. Uh, and you can you can see it in the way uh, books are handicapping this, too. Like, when you look at player props, and we'll get to our bets uh, here shortly, but yep. when you, like, look at the player props, there's basically no Red Sox hitters listed for tonight. And it's because they don't know exactly what the lineup's going to be. Because it, it could be any mishmash of guys, because, as you said, the Red Sox are just waving the white flag at this point. Um, and... You know, bad job by High and Bloom not selling more at yeah. the deadline because this is just a lot of you, a lot of wasted assets, and it's just it's 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 a bummer. It's it's upsetting. It's frustrating, uh, and I am curious to see what will happen come the off season. So yeah, and, and the and the real real signal right is the is the ultimate sign of this position player pitching in the ninth inning. Now, <laughs> Reese McGuire, by the way, an unbelievable ninth inning, seven pitch one two three ninth inning. So wow, good for Reese. Great job. It's, it was great to see him. He person. sure knows how to pitch it. The Blue Jays, uh, he sure does. He can pitch something. <laughs> uh, they were swinging for the fence. It was funny. But she, it was anyways, the meat of their, or not the meat of their, but it's four, five, six, or five, six, seven. Um, and they were just swinging away, trying to go deep, and they couldn't do it. Um, he was certainly better than Josh Winkowski was last night. Reese McGuire and start him over Winkowski next time. But, like, that was a blowout the wrong way. The Rays pitched of, uh, their backup catcher last night. They won 11-1. to one. So, Reese McGuire in the ninth inning, I think, was the human white flag. I think it's over for the Red Sox. I think I told you that. We'll see. Uh, Bayo starts tonight against uh, Berrios. We'll see if Tristan Cassis gets called up here in the next couple days. I also would not be surprised if they wait on the mass, you know, call-up, move-down, IL thing until they get through the homestand because they can do it in Minnesota next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, shine when no one's paying attention. Yep. It's worse to sort of give up on the season here at home. I should hear the Jimmy Fund. So I could see them having a kind of normal lineup tonight, but – 
uh, in the next week or so, I think they will signal, at least management will, this is it, the 2022 Red Sox. As far as tonight's game goes, I'm rambling on here. Uh, Blue Jays uh, on the run line, minus 1.5 at even money. Uh, you get the Red Sox at plus 1.5 at minus 120. Total is 9.5, juice to the under at minus 115. Money line Blue Jays, minus 150. Money line Red Sox, plus 130. It's Barrios and Bayo. Chris Scheim, you give us George Springer. Let's start with you. i got a couple things written down, but uh, why don't you lead us off here tonight, Red Sox and Blue Jays. Yeah, part of me wants to just run it back with the team total over 5.5 sure again. Do. It's juiced up a sure little do. bit. Um, nope. I'm debating it, but I think I'm going to go with Toronto on the on the run line here at even money. Uh, I just feel more confident that Toronto will outright win this game, uh, whether it's five nothing or ten to two. I, I'm not really sure, but I think Toronto wins this game and wins it relatively handily. I also kind of like the idea of maybe an Alex Verdugo uh, over one and a half total bases. Uh, Barrios is, I think he's allowing two ninety two to left handed hitters here, so um, I don't hate that play as well. But my my pick is definitely going to be Toronto on the run line tonight. All right, so we are uh, pretty similar here. Indeed, the exact numbers. Don't say if you have up in front of you, just say where you there. You, you knew it. Two ninety two against I looked it up earlier. this year uh, with Barrios. He's allowed seventeen of his twenty six home runs. That is a bunch of home runs. He's Yikes. nowhere. He's got an ERA north of five. For for all the, yeah. the hype about keeping him there, he has not been the replacement for Robbie Ray. Seventeen home runs to lefties. Uh, Eleven of his twenty five doubles to lefties. Uh, 292 average, like you said, 886 OPS. So That's lefties wild. are smoking this guy. Uh, and I'll give you some more context uh, on your guy, Verdugo, who you may hear about tonight in the pregame show. He's 5 for 11, Chris Scheim, lifetime. Oh, against Jose nice Barrios with a home run. So uh, I have written down for me Alex Verdugo plus 105 on total bases, uh, 1.5. I would like that. I would like the Blue Jays 5.5 at plus 105. I think Rafael Devers, although – his is a little bit juiced up, but again, if you want to go by the lefties thing and you expect they'd be in the lineup tonight, uh, although I'm looking now, he's no longer listed. He was no, listed he was, earlier. No, he is not listed currently. They, they've yanked him out of there, so maybe they know something that we don't. I think the only Red Sox players listed right now were for Reese McGuire, Christian Reece Arroyo, <laughs> Franchi Cordero. <laughs> like the Jim uh, so they, they must know something over there, so yep. it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and I think if, if that ends up happening – I would. I don't think Barrios is very good. I think his four and a half K prop is very manageable tonight. Uh, they list him at four and a half at minus one fifteen. So to me, there, there's four things I'll be looking at. You'll hear one of these bets tonight on the Red Sox pregame show. Uh, Verdugo over one and a half total bases, probably my favorite with Shime over five and a half for a total. Devers, if they post it, we'll see what they repost it at. And then Barrios uh, over four and a half Ks. The Red Sox are clearly in playing out the string mode. Uh, meanwhile, we have the final PGA event of the season, the Tour Championship, 29 golfers. At least for now, there's some rumors that Cam Smith is still being bothered by an injury, but he is in for now. We know last year, I think it was Hideki, started then withdrew right away. Uh, hopefully they withdraw ahead of time so that if you're betting on these guys, you don't have to bet on them. Like, I give Willie Z credit. Like, he could have showed up, tried to play, and withdrew. He said, I'm not doing it. So for gamblers, that's good. Um, so 29 golfers are lined up. And it's a weird scoring system. And for people who don't know how it works, they start at the top of the tour rankings and they start you with an advantage. Uh, for example, Scotty Scheffler is going to start tomorrow, Shime, at 10 under par. Cantlay's 8 under. Shoffley's 6 under. Burns, 5 under. Cam, Rory, Finau, Straka, M, 4 under. Rom, Stallings, JT, Young, Fitz, 3 under. Homa, Matsuyama, Spieth, Neiman, Hovland, 2 under. Your guy, Colin Morikawa, who I would not bet with your money. Oh, not uh, even a Bill- little bit. Billy Horschel, Tom Hogue, uh, Hannibal's guy, Corey Connors and Brian Harmon, one under, and then KH Lee, JT Boston, uh, your guy, Shahith Thagala, Adam Scott, Aaron Wise, all even par. That is grouped in the rankings from 1 to 29 in the Tour Championship. Now, if you go to any of these apps, okay, 
it's pretty it's pretty easy to, to see, but I, I want people to be aware when they're betting golf. If you're hearing this and saying, oh, this is a golf podcast, I want to bet with these guys. They sound like they know what they're talking about. When you go into bet on this, Shime, and you're all excited because you're, you're, you're like, oh, my God, they posted – these guys posted a bad number. I can't believe this. Scotty Scheffler's 2-1. to one. That's counting the, the strokes. Okay, yep. so if you want to bet Scotty Scheffler 2-1, to one, uh, you're, gonna, you're starting with 10 at a par. So that's the gross scoring. So that will be the scoring at the end of the tournament, how the tour does it. That is listed under tournament winner on DraftKings. When you go to the next tab under winner – those are going to be the scores with no starting score uh, factored in. So they will have two different scoreboards that all weekend long for you. Okay, They're going to have the gross score up there, which is what the tour cares about for the points and the money, all that stuff. Next to it is the net scoring. As in, let's say, uh, you know, Cantlay and Scheffler both go one under on, on day one. Well, they, uh, or, uh, or Cantlay goes to two under, Scotty goes one under. Uh, how am I explaining? I mean, see, I, I knew I explained this poorly. But it's a gross scoring versus net scoring. So yep. Scotty Scheffler in the gross scoring, starting 10 under par, he starts today, Chris Scheim, at 2-1. Uh, to one. If you want to bet him just the net scoring, you can bet him 9-1. to one. Yeah. Is that, am I am yes. explaining that correctly for the people? Yep. So basically, easy, basically tournament easy. winner is with the starting strokes. Regular winner is without the starting strokes. And the odds are different on all these things. Yes. you got to shop around. Tournament yes. winner is to win the tour championship. The winner is to just win the event. Simple enough. I I I uh I think it's I think it's as long as you're paying attention, it's pretty easy to understand. But there's also some game theory to it. Like if you're yep. if you're doing if you're playing DraftKings or DFS, obviously or DraftKings they use finishing points, uh, and where these guys finish on Sunday. So you're going to want to factor it in. Obviously, the the guys that are starting higher are priced up. But then when you start doing the math, well, if one guy gets a birdie streak, it's really not much of a difference. So uh, it, it's not as easy if you're just betting on it. Shime's right. I guess you're right. If you're, I'm confusing DFS and betting. DFS a little more difficult, a little more game theory. If it's betting, you kind of know what you're doing. And by the way, the leaderboard will look much different than this 10 under, 8 under type of thing. It was two years ago or one year ago. Cantlay started second or third, and I think he finished second to last. So these guys can blow up. They can go the wrong way. So don't let that dissuade you. Um, I don't want to bet Colin Morikawa. I know that for short, short Chris Shime. But I'm also I, I'm sort of frozen. Um, because I'm sort of I'm I'm trying to balance the underdog stuff. I'm trying to balance DK. I'm trying to balance the betting. So I have a couple of betting ideas. I'll start with Ryan Hannibal, who works for BetMGM. Supposedly, supposedly, their golf expert. He's playing Harbor Town right now. He's on vacation. I texted him and said, "Who are your picks? You're so lazy." And he said, "Don't distract me. I'm playing Harbor Town." I said, no pick, question mark? So apparently Ryan Hannibal, golf expert at BetMGM, doesn't have picks. So I'll defer to you, Chris <laughs> Scheim. Who, maybe he'll text back in the next 10 minutes or so. Who do you want to bet this weekend? Who are you geared up and fired up to fire away on at uh, the Tour Championship? So I, I, this is my pick to just win the event. Not to win the Tour Championship, just to win the event. So without yep. the starting strokes... Uh, I, I actually really like Sam Burns at plus 2,200. I think 22-1 to 1, Love it. Uh, is great, great value for a guy who already has three wins on the tour this year. Uh, he's been playing really, really well. Uh, he's been consistently good. Uh, and so that would be my pick-it-and-stick-it winner for this tournament. Uh, you can actually, if you like him to win the tour championship with the starting strokes involved, Ooh, it's a he's much the exact price. same value. Oh, really? It's plus, wow. plus 2,200. It's 2,200 either way. Um, so for me, I, it's almost, it's, it's weird. It puts you in a weird spot, right? Because 
if he wins this tournament in particular, there's a good chance that he wins the entirety of, of the tour championship because he's only five strokes back of of Scheffler here to start. Oh yeah, he'll get enough points. I think the winner automatically wins. I, I uh, don't 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 quote me. Don't quote me. On that. Well, unless it's somebody towards the bottom there. But this crazy. I, I think it's just. I, I think these, that's why these guys just want to make it in because I think the winner gets so many points they automatically win. I I, I you know what I don't want to say that. Don't don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Yeah. Go, so keep going, I am gonna. Keep going, keep going. I am going to play for my winner without yep. the starting strokes. I am in on Sam Burns at twenty two to one. The other thing that we've talked about now multiple times um, is we're fading Morikawa this weekend. And a yes. way you can do that, yes. which I actually really like, is there if you're playing on DK, there's a tournament matchup between him and Billy Ho. I'm going to take Billy Ho at plus one hundred five. Love Over it. Billy Ho's played well here. He's yes. played well here. So, so that those are my ninth, two big by the way, plays. Ninth last year, thirtieth, which is not great in 2020, the COVID year. But then he was second year in 2018 was Billy Ho. So those are my two big plays. Uh, my next, the next play that I actually really, really like here. Uh, my, as you mentioned, my guy Sahith Gala, uh to finish top ten without the starting strokes is uh, plus two seventy five. Uh, I am, I am in on Thigala this weekend as well. All right. So if I had to pick an outright winner. Um, just winning it without the the tour points. The the tour points that I'm kind of putting aside at least to start. I think there'll there'll be some ways you can play it during the during the weekend. Uh, it starts to to go on from live betting on all this sort of thing. Uh, the guy that I want to bet to win outright is not a great price, but I, I think Tony Finau is sitting on a monster monster weekend. Um, he's sitting up there right now at sixteen to one, just a straight up winner. Um, he's played really well in this event: eleventh, seventeenth, seventh, fifteenth, and seventh. He had an awful, awful start to the BMW, but rallied to finish 28. It was, was the complete fifth. opposite of Morikawa, right? Where yeah, he started yeah. horribly he and had then quad, absolutely yeah. lit it up the next two days. He had an amazing run. He was, remember, he's fifth before at St. Jude. He won it at RMC. Like, he was really, really hot going into it. Um, he uh, is, in some of the stat, bogey avoidance, he's number one. Uh, he's number one in short uh, shots gained, irons on tour. He plays well at this course. The stats say good. Like, his recent rankings is good. Uh, I really never uh, – I'm not a huge Tony Finau better because it's a wild ride with his putter. Um, but I think if I had to pick a bet that I like here in, like, the, the, the mild range here, uh, I would take 16-1 to 1 on Tony Finau. I'm going to take a flyer on Corey Connors at 28-1. to 1. He's the other guy that I'm going to play around with. And I'm, you know, there's some interesting stuff you can do with him. He's sitting up there at 28-1 to 1 right now. Uh, he w- he closed with a flourish. He looked was on the the cusp of not even making the top thirty on Sunday afternoon. He birdied three of the five final, uh, final holes. He's played this place twice, twenty six and twenty second. But his current form is really good. Uh, fifth at the BMW ended up finishing there with that great run that he had. Twenty eighth at St Jude, twenty first at Wyndham. And one of the things I'm really looking at this weekend, Shime, and in, in doing the course research. No thanks to Hannibal since apparently he's just uh, taking the week <laughs> off. But driving accuracy at Eastlake is so huge. Corey Connors is the top-ranked driver accuracy of this field. He's 21st in the entire tour. Obviously, there's other good drivers in terms of accuracy and percentage of fairways hit. He's the top in this field. He's also top 80 in distance. So as far as the combination goes, he provides an awesome, awesome combination uh, of the driving accuracy. He's fourth in uh, driving, just good drives in general. Fourth in bogey avoidance. His putting gets wonky. He's 20th in the field in Bermuda putting, uh, which is not great. But you're getting him at 28-1. to 1. I actually like him in some of the other markets too, Sean. Like you can bet him, uh, Corey Connors right now. Let's pull up to scroll to it here. Uh, I like him at 3.5-1 to 1 to finish top 5. I like him at plus 135 to finish top 10. And 
for a little bit of pizza money here, if you want to play him factoring in the starting strokes, he far, starts two under and, and, and Scheffler's there. He's 80 to one. And I, I just think he's too wow. talented. So I'm just going to have, a, again, pizza money there. But I'm going to focus around uh, Tony Finau. I'm going to focus around Corey Connors. And the other guy at a price that I'm going to mess around with in, in some of the markets is going to be Adam Scott. Now, Ooh, Adam okay. Scott has been saying all year he wanted to get here. Adam Scott, uh, the stats are, are not great for him, but the he's fit, only played at East Lake twice, sixth and eighth. He has back-to-back top fives coming in. He's focused on playing in this event. He starts way back, but he is a guy with that stupid big putter of his. <laughs> he gets that, and the, the, the big greens last week actually hurt Adam Scott. Because he's not a good lag putter. It, it turns out with these big, tall putters, these, these what are they? I don't know what they're called. But they, 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 the big putters, these annoying putters. The lag putters are not, uh, it's, it's hard to lag putt and get them close. But medium range, he's pretty good. And so he's up there sitting at plus 120 for a top 10 finish. He's 3-1 to one for a top 5 finish. Um, he has really, really played well down the stretch. So as far as outright winner goes, my favorite bet, it's Tony Finau. But Corey Connors at twenty-eight to one. Adam Scott was up there at last check. Uh, so I got I mean, to I got to ask your thoughts on one hundred and thirty to one. If oh, you want to play him with the strokes, which I, I probably will not even be doing there. Uh, but if you want to bet him just outright to win the thing, he is twenty-two to one. So he's taken some money. He was listed uh, thirty to one earlier in the week. So uh, Adam Scott, Corey Connors is longer flyer plays. Tony Finau as uh, my top pick, and I do indeed have Tony Finau. Uh, in my my finals underdog team. So there's a double rooting interest there for Tony, Tony, Tony this week. Uh, So the question I have for you is, what are your thoughts this week on Scott Stallings? Because you were a week early on the guy. He ended up finishing second last week. uh, And and he's kind of, he's one of, what, two guys in the top 20 uh, who don't have a win on tour this year. So is he due? Is it, uh, do you think there's any shot he could make any kind of play this weekend? I'm not talking anybody. Okay, off an eighty to one shot, right? And, then, and that's the other thing, right? To win the tournament, he's eighty to one, and it, so this is like, and, and, and Andy he's playing Sir- awesome. Andy Serling is a, a excellent, excellent horse handicapper for Naira, and he he's I'm stealing it from him. But when someone he's handicapping with on the show that they do picks a long shot, and he he he'll, his his phrase is like, I never talk somebody off a horse that's X price. If you like Scott Stallings and you're looking at his recent form, Shime, and you're like, oh my god. The guy's last four events, 10th, 13th. He missed the cut when I bet him. <laughs> and then and then second. second. And then second in an event that he had no right finishing second in. Yeah, unbelievable. He had no right finishing second in, okay? I'm not talking to you off of that. The stats are pretty good, right? He's third in shots game with irons. He's seventh in Bermuda putting. I don't, I, I, I don't love him. I, I think I'm going to get to him in some DK lineups this weekend. I drafted him already uh, in the, the Thursday opener stuff um, for underdog tournaments. Uh, I was not really thinking about him until you, you brought because I, it's a personal thing. I got burned two weeks ago. Yep, exactly. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. I, I was there for the funeral, but I missed the wedding, if that makes any sense. Yes. Yep, okay. I gotcha. Versus the, the opposite. Like, I missed the wedding. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant because I missed, but at 80 to 1, and based on his numbers and recent form, as a, as a big time flyer, I would not talk off you off him. By the way, he's also seven. He's also seven to one top five and three to one top ten. Exactly. So, so there's there's some value there. The other thing I wanted to mention too, uh, just so a nice little factoid for you uh, and for all our listeners as well. Um, this one's from uh, Justin Ray Golf. 
Uh, Xander Shoffley has not shot over par in the yeah. final round of a PGA Tour event in nearly two years. So if you're looking, if he's anywhere in hunting distance after, you know, day two, uh, I, I wouldn't hate the idea of getting back in on Shoffley. And we'll, we'll talk about it, you know, um, on, on Saturday morning or, or Friday, well, whatever. But if we're being honest, we're going to talk about this tomorrow because they don't yeah, tee off true. until 1145. <laughs> they don't tee off until 1145 tomorrow. And if we're talking tomorrow morning, then we'll be talking about this again. Uh, so, I mean, I, I just realized that we are handicapped. Well, give, give people time to get themselves settled in. Uh, I would also say for if people are listening, I, well, I know our, our buddy Mike D., uh, the degenerate plays our drafting lines off of what we're doing. This is a, there's only 29 golfers. Okay, you, you got to get a little bit wonky in your lineup. The last thing, if you're playing in, in big tournaments, these huge field tournaments, you don't want to be duped, even if it's for a major uh, money. So just do your research and and be comfortable getting uncomfortable. Sean, is yep. what I would say this I'm week you. because everyone's going to do the same thing. They're going to try to jam in a couple of the top guys. The, Aaron Wise is going to be massively owned because he goes off by himself on Thursday. I believe based on uh, the, the the because there's one odd golfer here, there'll be a lone golfer by himself Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's I don't think they're gonna play a threesome. They're gonna send so Wise goes off by himself at 11:45 tomorrow. He's gonna be massively owned. So if you think, oh my God, I'm playing Aaron Wise, no one's gonna play him. He's gonna be massively owned. Yeah, 100%. Take, take, there's some guys in the middle portion of the the pricing for DK. I think are going to get uh, totally lost in the shuffle because people are going to want to play the big guys up top. They're going to go cheap in the middle, the, 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 the uh, stars and scrubs uh, lineup. So, so the that, other thing I get worried about, too, is that you, you talk about with Scott Stallings being a week too early. I wonder if we were a week too early on Cam Young. And that's just going to – I'm not betting him. He's not on my card right now. But, like, I'm looking at it 55-1. to one. Oh, that's the, the tour championship, 55-1. to one. Uh, without the strokes, thirty to one, and so it's just like it, that's going to linger in the back of my mind. I'm I'm not going to play him because I don't I don't have any confidence in that. But if he wins, I'm going to be like, well, you know, we talked about it. You're a week too I, early again. I have to. I mean, he's he's on my he's on he's going to be part of my official card. I I don't know. Again, it'll be it might be a pizza money thing, but as you bring it up now, um, he's a great. He drives well. I just worry. I also kind of worry about the rookies in this event. Yeah, you know, with your guy Thieg's, you know, they get here. They played a lot of golf this year. They're all getting paid a crap ton of money. Even on the withdrawal, you know, Willie Z's getting five hundred grand. He's getting half a million wow. for finishing thirtieth. So the 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 pricing is unbelievable. And if people miss the news today, I'll let Hannibal write about this when he decides to get back off vacation. But the tour reset for next year, and some of these big money elite player events, like it is comical money. It's not going to be great for DFS because they're smaller events. But I actually just saw as we were talking, Shime. Uh, we and we can't really dive into this now because we don't have a lot of time to do it. But as part of this reset of the tour, as the tour tries to beg these star players not to go, they're apparently letting Tiger Woods and Roy McIlroy. They're launching their own company called TMRW uh, Sports Ventures. So they're going to have a Tech Fuse Golf League in partnership with the PGA Tour. It's starting in 2024. 15 televised Monday night matches featuring six teams of three players each. A promise of 18 holes in two hours. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How do you play 18 holes in two hours? I, I don't know, but it just moved a little bit over here. Just moved. Just reading that. It moved. I, I don't know, but oh, I'm going to see top players in two hours playing 18 in six teams of three. Yeah, I need that. I need it. Need it. Need it. Need it. Is this part of their anti-live brigade? Yes. No, the, the PGA, they announced a bunch of new initiatives today with a bunch of new money and top 20 guarantees. And the, But 
they're letting Tiger and Rory start their own little venture where they're going to lead off this little TGL, tech-infused golf league, in partnership with the PGA. So this is better than those, like, this is real matches. It's not just like Tiger and Phil and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers duffing around out there. And Josh Allen. I mean, I'm 500 yards to the right. They will fire me from this place by 2024, so there's no sense in, <laughs> in delving into it now. But again, so I, I, we will, this is my initial card, Shime. And now that you brought up Cam Young and some other ideas, I will have a full, full card tomorrow. Since we're okay, going to be doing cool. it before they tee off at eleven forty-five, we can probably get out before uh, we can get out before eleven forty-five tomorrow, right? For the people, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred percent tomorrow, definitely. Okay, boy, we covered a lot of ground. I'm sorry to keep you so long, Shem. Shem no. gets off the air, does this four-hour show, I, gets so no thanks from Greg Hill. No one says thank you to him. He's annoyed at Ken Laird. And well, I'm we've been talking a lot of golf today. Uh, I am playing Granite Links later this afternoon. Oh, so I, I wonder, wonder who got you on there. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> where, yeah, exactly. It's a uh, Greg Hill uh, special. So, oh, nice. Uh, yep. So I am going to be playing Granite Links today. Um, so I'm I'm kind of hanging around for a while anyway. So it was, I was happy to talk to you for this long. All right. Uh, let us know who you're betting at BetQL Boston on Twitter. BetQL Boston on Twitter. Tweet at us. Uh, I've done a poor job of tweeting out the link to the the, the broadcast podcast. So we'll try to do that today and see who you like. Uh, subscribe at uh, Apple uh, Apple Podcast, you moron. Spotify and on the Odyssey app. You can also, again, Twitter, BetQL Boston. Sean will get a full review of Bet the uh, Granite Links uh, tomorrow. Yes, sir. I will go fold some more kids' clothes uh, and be annoyed while I'm doing it. Ooh, well, speaking of Granite Links, uh, yeah. Greg seems to think I'm going to shoot somewhere in the 52-53 range. I said about 47. I'll set the over-under at 49.5. What do you got? I've never played golf with you. Nope. I've never played Granite Links, so it'd be. An, I, I'm just rooting for you. I'm, I, I appreciate I, there's, that. I have no Thank information. You. I should be betting blind. Yep. I'm, so I want. I'm betting. I'm betting under because I want you to shoot under. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate you. Are you playing with the show? Who are you playing with? Yeah. So we uh, we we had uh, we did a call calling contest. We had a bunch of listeners get win twosomes. Uh, so I think there's going to be like 20 listeners there or something like that. And then uh, myself, Greg, uh, Wiggy, Courtney will be playing as well. Um, and so it'll be a fun little time. Then we'll have uh, have some food and drinks afterward. It's going to be great. Can I criticize Wiggy's outfit today? What, did he know he's on the air? Did he know he's on TV? Uh, I don't know. The hell I didn't are those see shorts? I oh, didn't you didn't see it? it? Well, oh. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't paying enough attention. I'll be honest. I was busy doing other, <laughs> busy doing other things. Producer of the show, everybody, Christian. I'm not the TV producer. I just produce the radio. All right, great job, buddy. This was a lot of fun. It's put me in a better mood. Now I got to go yeah. full flipping clothes again. <laughs> have fun, Goodbye. bud. I'll talk to you. Goodbye.